Hello everyone and welcome back to Michael Talks Too Much. I missed Wednesday. Hi. How are you? Today's going to be a bit of an interesting podcast because I'm going to be talking a lot and not editing much of what I say, not cutting out a lot. Um, because I think that this topic that we're going to be talking about on this episode is very important. So this episode, I think I'm going to be talking about mental illness. So mental illness is something that affects millions and bil- probably billions of people, honestly, um, on a daily basis. Uh, and lots of people don't necessarily know that they have anything wrong with them and they live with it. Um, but thanks to modern medicine and such, we can properly diagnose things a bit better now and we can be able uh, to find reasoning and explanation and, and analyze that um, throughout mental illness. So this is a very important topic to me. Um, I was diagnosed with OCD when I was a small child, and I've recently been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Um, This is something that I am trying to get through. I've started medication. I'm on fluoxetine for depression, anxiety, OCD. And I would like to say that the fluoxetine's definitely helping a lot. It definitely helps you not worry as much. I think that my main problem back then was definitely anxiety before I started taking medication. But And I think that it's really calmed my anxiety down. Um, but I would say that there's still some sad days. You know, there's happy days and there's sad days. But that's kind of just how everyone is, you know? So um, I know that it's only been like a minute and 30 nine seconds but like i guess i can kind of better explain what i'm talking about and stuff uh mental health is something that is kind of a gray area for a lot of people i knew that i definitely had some sort of anxiety um ailment i wasn't sure if i had depression or not um and i guess we can just kind of like talk about my story and then like you know we can like talk about other illnesses and stuff um so basically as a kid i was diagnosed with ocd in second grade and uh it was a part of my anxiety and i just remember um with my ocd i don't it wasn't necessarily the cleanliness part um but it was kind of the repetition the compulsions that i would have i would have to like shut the door three times i'd have to like wash my hands three times i would have to do everything three times say things three times and i remember that the like when i first started getting it the worst part was sleeping for some reason when i was sleeping I was um, kind of three. I couldn't go to bed. I had anxiety. I had to do weird routines. I had to, like, you know, like, turn things off certain way, walk certain way, like, interact with my bed and everything. It had to be perfect. Um, for me, you know, in order for me to go to sleep, which really sucked, uh, I was also scared to tell my mom as a child, but she was very accepting. Um, because I thought it was crazy, you know, as a second grader, when you're seven and eight, you don't really recognize mental illness, you know, it's not, you know, something, I remember hearing about suicide for the first time, and I, I would always question, like, like, wow, people, like, I just didn't understand why people would take their own lives, like, it just didn't make any sense to me at all, so, um, when I told her one night that I was, like, seeing things and stuff, um, you know, it was a pretty severe thing, and it started to happen during the daytime, too, where I would, like, count to three, and by seeing things, I mean, like, I would be able to, like, shoot, like, this sounds so crazy, but, like, with OCD and stuff, I would be able to, like, shoot, like, blue, like, shapes out of my hands. It was, like, the weirdest thing, but I would, like, shoot them out of my hands. Like, I, it's not that I would see them, but I would feel things come out. Like, I don't really exactly know why, um, 
like I even had that symptom. It's crazy. The reason why we thought I had OCD back then was because we thought that video games were doing it. Because whenever I play video games, I would get compulsive with them, and we thought that that was probably the reason why. And by video games, I mean I was playing the Nintendo sixty four. You know, I was playing like Mario sixty four. I had a Dig, D I D J. If you guys want to Google what that is, does anyone know what a Dig is anymore? It was like between a Game Boy and like uh leapster like there was like educational shit on it but like it would give me ocd sometimes like i have to do like things like multiple like the characters and stuff because if you don't follow certain patterns when you have like compulsionary ocd um this sounds like a fucking health podcast hi when you don't follow certain patterns it hurts your body like i don't know how to explain it like it's not like you get like anxiety like a panic attack like you don't get like the same like symptoms but like your body just feels ill at ease like you're just like not you just can't continue unless something's been fulfilled which i know sounds totally crazy but that's just kind of how it was so i wasn't prescribed any medication or anything i went to the doctor once for it and at the time second grade i had a really shitty teacher um who was like fucking crazy and she put like a lot of shit on me i remember that this one kid came from mexico who didn't know any english at all and she for some reason decided to make me sit by him and uh working like groups and like partnerships with him and stuff um which was cool because like started learning spanish at a young age um but it was a little weird for me it was a little hard for me he was one of the bad kids and shit so it was kind of weird to be put in a place like that. And also the teacher was really condescending. And I know that we were like only second graders and stuff, but like you don't have to be a dick, you know what I mean? So she definitely gave me a lot of fucking anxiety. The reason why I'm blaming this on her is because after I got out of second grade, I didn't have these problems nearly as bad as I as I used to. I have, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, like in mental health, this is something, but like sometimes you do get a little, like I would get little OCD things where like I would have to like make things even or something, but I don't think it, it was interfering with my life, if you will, as much as it was when I was a young child. Um, and so that's why we kind of blamed on the teachers because after I was out of second grade, went to third grade, everything was like mostly fine. Like there wasn't, I was bullied a lot starting from third grade to like seventh or eighth grade. I was bullied a lot. Um, I was in the closet a lot and people, uh, I was obviously fucking gay. So like people like knew, you know, so like I was an easy target, but like that, I don't necessarily know if that, that definitely didn't cause any OCD. I know, I don't really know where the anxiety came from. I've always been anxious. Um, but yeah, that was just something that carried on from a young age, but it really went away. Like there really, it wasn't really interfering with my daily life. I was able to sleep. Nights were normal, but like every once in a while I'd have like a little OCD moment. You know what I mean? Like a little anxiety. Like did I lock the door? Did I feed the dogs? Like are the gates locked at home? Like, do I need to go back and check them? Like I've like driven home before just check if like the garage doors are open. Like it's kind of crazy, but like, I don't know. My my medication definitely makes it better. You know what I mean? Like it definitely improves it. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm like uh cuz like usually I lock my car like 3 times because like locking your car is an odd number of beeps while unlocking is an even number so I do it 3s because like what if I did it once but like I didn't hear the second beep? I'm fucking crazy, I know. Um and my car also automatically locks if you haven't opened the door. So like I don't know why I'm worried about it. But I would like always like lock my car and shit, but when I'm on Prozac or Fluoxetine, I don't give a fuck if my car is, I just like hit it once and I'm like, bye bitch. And it's really weird because I do kind of feel verbal talking about this, but like then again, it's something important that we need to talk about, you know, like mental health. So, hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's go into like, I guess the issues that I've had now. Um, I was diagnosed, um, 
by my doctor and my therapist now with um, depression and uh, anxiety. Sorry. Hi. Um, I definitely feel like before I started taking my medication, my anxiety was way more than my depression. But my medications really helped my anxiety. So I feel like I'm able to kind of distinguish more depressive episodes now. Because when when I came in for a, a mental thing, uh, which we'll talk about that whole process. Sorry, hi. But um, I really wasn't, I didn't think I had depression. I was pretty convinced I wasn't depressed. Because I was motivated, I was getting A's and stuff. But I'm getting A's now and like I have depressing days. So like we're going to talk about all of that. I'm just kind of giving an overview right now at the moment. But um, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, basically... I was having really bad panic attacks and I was having so many panic attacks. This started in like sixth or seventh grade. I was having so many panic attacks um, this last fall that I, it was a routine. I like, I, I would like, instead of like, like, and most of them mm, I would wake up with, or like I would wake up and I'd slowly feel them coming on. And it wasn't even a scary thing anymore like it was so fucking bad that i would like no i was like okay like go downstairs get some ice water like sit down like calm the fuck down and usually i would get it under control i would always be aware of my problems but i wouldn't i i know you know after researching a lot i would um i knew what caused panic attacks and panic attacks were the main thing of my anxiety act that's kind of a lie we'll get into the other anxiety stuff but the panic attacks were a giant part of it a hundred percent a giant part of it and with panic attacks um i people get them differently but i just got the like the worst thing for me was like the chest pain you get when you have a fucking panic attack it's the worst fucking part is it feels like you're getting fucking it's not like stabbed like you don't feel like a wound but like it just feels like you're getting crushed like it fucking sucks like i like holy shit it sucks like oh i don't even know how to explain it and like you know you're not getting crushed but you're like why the fuck do i feel this way you know what i mean like it's like crazy so um you know like taking deep breaths and shit would work like i would like i like did like the weirdest shit you know what i mean like i'd look up like anxiety relief and like there was some weird shit out there you know stiffen oils and shit which isn't that weird but like i'd like I don't know. There was a thing saying, like, dunk your head in ice water. And I was like, I'll try it. If it gets rid of the pain, I'll fucking do anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's, like, rub dog shit on you, I'd be like, all right, like, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, desperate because it fucking anxiety attacks suck. They fucking suck. Um, <laughs> so I knew there was an issue. My parents also recently um, have gotten a divorce, which also definitely applied to all this shit. Um so like there's just it was bad so basically i went to the doctor it was october 30th um that's so funny that day was fucking sh- that day and then the next day the october 31st halloween were like the worst days of 2018 which i'll tell you guys a story but um basically i was having a tooth pain that day and, it, and i went i got into uh i got my we'll explain it later Okay, let's just go to the anxiety first, then we'll talk about the tooth thing. But, like, keep in mind I had a tooth pain, okay? So, like, I went, like, to, like, my doctor, okay? And, like, like the appointment was at, like, 11, or we were there at, like, 9.30. I was, like, what, like, okay, like, what the fuck, that's weird. So, um, and I took the day off of school, because I was supposed to go to the dentist after I went to the doctor for, medic- like, for my mental stuff. So, like, it was, like, a medical day moment for me, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> that sounds so crazy. So, basically... 
uh, I, we were there, like, early as fuck, I was like, mom, like, why are we here so early, and she was like, I didn't want to freak you out, I didn't want to worry you, but, like, we're gonna have a therapist, or, it's like, a psych, psych person, who's now my therapist, she's a queen, um, we're not gonna have her talk to you before, you know, we decide anything, because I, I went to the doctor that January, January of 2018, and I told her about, like, my depression and shit, and, like, she was like, well, we can do pills, but, like, my, you know, like, I, like, my conscience and stuff, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to be on medication, I wasn't sure what it would do to me, even, like, the long-term effects, the side effects, so I reluctantly said no, but then my anxiety got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, so I was like, okay, I, if these pills are gonna fucking help, like, what's, what's the big deal, like, let's just do it, if it's gonna help, I can't take this anymore, like, it's deteriorating me, you know what I mean, like, anxiety attacks all the time fucking suck. So I talked to my therapist a bit, and I was, like, brutally honest, I was like, um, yeah, like, I just, like, I kind of explained, like, all the reasons why, like, I'm sad and shit, um, it was, like, brutally fucking honest, too, in front of my mother, and everything was weird, and then she was like, okay, and, like, she, like, walked out, and then she told my doctor, she's like, and I heard them talking about me, because they were, like, next to the door, they were like, he's really self-aware of, like, what the fuck's wrong and shit, and, like, yeah, so I actually didn't know until, um, three weeks ago that I actually had depression and anxiety, which we'll get into that in a minute, but, um, and that, that three weeks ago is in February, like, and I was diagnosed, uh, whatever like in november like the end of november so like that was like a long fucking time of me not knowing what the fuck was wrong you know what i mean so then the, my doctor came in she was like all right we're gonna put you on dep- like uh depression fits we're gonna put you on prozac and see what you do and you're gonna do therapy and i'm pretty sure that my therapist was on that was like want to do therapy and i was like okay so we, i think we scheduled a therapy meeting i think she called me a couple of days after i was really sick i forgot we'll explain that um almost died um and we've scheduled an appointment or whatever, but, like, I got the meds, and I took them the first time, okay, and I was, like, okay, and, like, if you've never taken Prozac before, it's fucking weird, it tastes like the shittiest fucking, like, Z-Pack antibiotics ever, like, or it has been, my, my new prescription I got doesn't taste that bad, but they're, they look the exact same, it's kind of weird, but, like, they taste like fucking dog asshole, like, it's the worst, so, um, I took them the first time, you're supposed to take one, only one a day, until weeks up and then you start taking two a day which is what i do now and i took one and i got really fucking tired and we were driving around and shit and i got tired and i just wanted to go to bed so like my mom took me home before because my dentist point was like the afternoon time my mom was like all right like just chill out or something so like i just like went home and like we like chilled out and um she had to go to like work or something i don't know and then she came back okay and now this is where my mental health part would end but i'm gonna tell you guys like this story of like me getting like septic shock because it's fucking funny i'm on de- antidepressants for the first fucking time and i go to a dentist and my the thing is is that i had um an ab- dental abscess two years ago okay and they gave they put this this one dentist who's shitty put a fucking filler in he didn't drain it completely so the infection was trapped under the filler for two years like mm, like one and a half years because i got the filler done freshman year and this is junior year and i'm it's hurting. It's, like, fucking hurting. We put aura gel on it, like, to numb it, not doing shit. Like, it was doing shit, but then, like, it got worse. And I couldn't chew on that side. It fucking sucked. So, um, I went to the dentist, right? And, uh, I told the dentist, like, what the fuck was up? And it was so funny, because that's my grandpa's dentist we went to. It was a new guy. And so my grandpa was there to get a teeth cleaning, and he came at the exact time, same time, like, I came. So it was like, oh, this is awkward. And so, like, we got... We, I went... I put, stuck my fucking head in that big machine. You know that big, like, x-ray machine? And, like, you can just feel the radiation waves going through your skull as, like, 
you know what I mean? Like, as you're in it. And, like, they do that. And then they, like, take me to this room. Hi, I'm sitting up now. One sec. They take me to this room, right? And my mom comes in. And I'm only 16. But my, um, the doctor is like, all right, this is fucked up. Like, your, your root canal is what they call a failing root canal, which is where it doesn't fucking work, obviously. Like, it's failing. And so this bitch is infected. It's been infected this whole time. So one and a half years, two years of infection and abscess living in my tooth, which I kind of knew was there because my jaw, and it still has it. It's like a little lump. And whenever I get sick or, like, allergies, it swells up and hurts. It's really weird. You can, like, touch it. It's really weird. It's on my jaw right now. I'm touching it. So, um, basically, he was like, this is fucking disgusting. Um, you need to fucking stop this. And I was really concerned. I had other shit to worry about. Because that night, I had Trick or Treat Street. And for people who aren't, um, from where the fuck I live, which is basically everyone, um, basically, we, high schools do a Trick or Treat Street where, um... Like, let's say you're, you're like, a little kid and you don't want to go trick-or-treating because it's, like, kind of dangerous or whatever. You go to a school and trick-or-treat. And so, like, they take one of our really long-ass hallways and then every single club or organization in the school gets a segment of the hallway. And then you can, like, do whatever the hell you want with it. You know, like, you can, like, theme it out. So, like, the theme for us last year um, was Mario. We had, like, Mario shit, like, Mario Kart. It was crazy. It was cute. Um, that was from the GSA club. I was the president when I, when I was the president of GSA, hi, resigned. Um, so like, I was like stressed out. I was like, what the, f-? you know, like I had shit to do. So when this guy, when this dentist is like, this root canal is failing, we need to pull the tooth. I was like, okay, like, I thought we were going to make an appointment to pull the tooth. My mom was like, nah, pull it right now. Like, as I'm sitting in the chair, we were supposed to just get it checked out and just get like, whatever's happening. She's like, pull it out now. I'm like, whoa 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 a minute like is this gonna fuck up like trigger treat street and the doctor's like no like it'll be okay like don't worry about it like you'll be up in no time you know what i mean he was like it's fine so um i did what i did last time where they numb me and then they ask me if i can feel it and i can't feel it but i lie and say i can feel it like when they like they'll numb your gums and then they'll poke your gums with a needle and be like can you feel it and then like if you don't feel it then you're numb enough but like i was numb enough but like i'm kind of a little bitch so i lied and was like i feel it because i didn't want to hurt so they like numb me up more and um then they started working on the root canal and it was it's made of gold guys so it's like gold and metal that they made my root canal out of. This guy, sh- like, I-, I have my fucking earphones plugged in, and I'm listening to, what was I listening to? I was listening to Russian music. I was listening to some song called Seidlish Beat. Um, I remember the song because I was singing as with my mouth open as they were doing this. They had, like, the whole mouth guard open, and he can't get the fucking tooth out. Like, he's, like, trying to pull with, like, tweezers or something, and he can't get it fucking out. So... What the fuck does this guy do? He gets, like, some tool, like, flat-ended tool, and, like, crowbars my fucking root canal out of my mouth. And that sounds fucking crazy. I was scared he was gonna, like, it was gonna, like, fall off and, like, hit my tongue and stab my fucking tongue. I was not ready for this. He did amazing, okay? Doc, like, like, dentist, doctor, I don't, I'm so sorry, I don't know your name, but, like, you did fucking amazing. I love you. And I'm going back to you for, like, whatever dentist needs I need, because he was cool. He was really cool. And so, um, basically, he, like, crowbarred the fuck out of my teeth, and he finally got the tooth out. He, like, yanked it out. It was fucking disgusting. There was abscess infection all under it. Like, I get it. It's fucked up. 
Um, why did this turn into this podcast? I love this. This is like a story time moment. Um, so basically, <laughs> I was just thinking back and title this like mental illness and septic shock. So basically, after he pulled it out, I immediately feel this gunk going down my throat and in my mouth. It's so fucking sour. Now, mind you, this infection has been accumulating and cultivating in my failed root canal for like one and a half, two years. So the infection has had some time to grow. It's black. It's green. It's sour as fuck. It's going down my throat. The the dentist's um, assistant puts like a straw in my mouth and starts like, it like vacuums like most of it out, but like a little bit of it fell in my stomach. And I was like, kind of worried. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck. So after that happened, I was pretty fucking numb. Um, I had to keep cotton in my mouth that whole night because it was bleeding. He fucking removed a tooth. It was my second molar on my right side. I still have the whole, I'm getting my root, um, not my root, my wisdom teeth taken out this summer. So they're going to hopefully put my wisdom tooth into the hole, which is weird, but like, okay. Um, (laughs) so basically, uh, something else he does is he prescribes me two medications. He prescribes me amoxicillin, which I take a lot. So this is this is going to make more sense. I'll give some pre- a preface. I take amoxicillin at least twice a year because I get strep throat twice a year. And I don't want to get my tonsils removed because I don't think it's that important. And they're part of your immune system. Um, so I get strep a lot. So I take amoxicillin, which is basically a penicillin, but it doesn't make you sick as much, except it made me really sick. Um, so he, he prescribed me that. And they prescribed me a painkiller, okay? And I don't know if it's because I was a teenager or something, but he was like, the painkiller is not addictive. Like, don't worry about it. And the painkiller, I look at it and I fucking read it. It's tramadol, which is basically like fucking ox. Like, it's like an opium. You know what I mean? It's like opioids. So, like, that's just addicting as fuck. Um, which I didn't, I didn't, I only took like three of them out of the whole prescription. Like, I was like, no. So, basically, um, what happened was uh, I went home and my fucking face was numb because the local anesthetic or whatever makes you fucking numb forever. And so I kind of just like was home and I got ready for trick or treat street. I didn't go to school, mind you, but I was going to go to trick or treat street. Okay. So it's been 22 minutes. Hi. So basically I go to, tr- I ride to trick or treat street really early to like help prepare everything. I see a lot of my teachers. They're all like, what the fuck happened to you? Why weren't you in class today? I'm like, I'm on painkillers and antidepressants for the first time. What's up? They're like, you need to go the fuck home. You're gushing blood out of your mouth. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, nah, girl, it's fine. Trick or treat street life, though. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm there for trick or treat street. I want to hand the candy out to the little kids. I want to be a good Samaritan person. So, (laughs) basically... I am the president of GSA, okay? I I was. I'm not anymore. GSA is, like, now the GSA slash intersectional feminist club. Now I'm against feminism, so didn't last very long, honey. No shade, just fact. But what I can tell you is when I was in charge of the club, I was pretty good. I made rotations for people because there's a lot of people that were dressed up as different things so that we didn't want multiple people in the hall because if there's, like, a lot of people handing out candy, we run out of candy faster. So there was like two to three people in the hall per shift. Shifts would end every 15 or 20 minutes. I had four groups. Um, so I was on the first shift. I wanted to see one of my teacher's like grandchildren or something. And I met them. And then after that, I wanted to kill myself because I was fucking sick as fuck. So I was like, I'm not staying here. My mo- mom, come get me. <laughs> like, I'm done. So my mom caught, went and got me. Apparently none of the other kids went and helped. They ordered pizza. So that was cute. 
Um, Trick or Treat Street was, I guess it went okay. I really don't know. I was sick. I was on painkillers. I took more tramadol. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. You know what I mean? I'm going to bed. I'm tired. This is where, this is where the worst fucking thing of my life happens. And I know this was supposed to be a mental health podcast, but like now it's a story time and like I don't want to change it. So the next day I wake up, it's October 31st, 2018, a warm Wednesday? It's a yeah, it was a Wednesday. It was a warm Wednesday morning. Maybe it wasn't warm. I don't remember. I was dying literally. I wake up with a fucking headache. I want to kill myself. Um I take my pills and I immediately almost throw them back up because I was taking my antibiotics on nothing. And you're supposed to eat when you take your antibiotics. It fucks your stomach up if you don't. Just a preface. That's why uh, but I when I take my antidepressants, I don't get sick. But when I take antibiotics, I do. It's really weird. But antibiotics like fuck up like the fucking bacteria in your stomach so that's probably why I get sick when I like throw up so anyways I like want to throw up I can't walk I stand up and I'm like gonna throw up I'm like okay I gotta fuck off like call me into school like and I'm pretty sure that we were already decided I wasn't gonna go to school the next day because like I just had oral surgery and I was also diagnosed with antidepressants which I didn't start taking them when I was sick because I felt like that was too many I was taking like 12 pills a day of different medications. It was crazy. We're going to get into that. So my mom has to go to work, right? Queen has to get coin. Sister's going to school. I'm home alone. Okay. I'm home alone right now. And I'm dying. <laughs> like, we're going to, like, I was a little warm. My fever shoots the fuck up later. You'll see. So my mom calls my grandma to come over. I fucking love her. She's a fucking queen. Um, she's gonna like i call her nana like because i used to as like a ch- child and like calling her grandma like I, I, I don't like that so nana comes over right and she's like i play nurse today like i'll I'll be your nurse like i brought you tea she went and got me like weird like tea that's supposed to help your stomach and everything and she was like okay queen i'm here for you like i'll make you soup and i'll like she like literally spoon fed me soup so by the time she comes i'm like downstairs and i want to like die um I was kind of a piece of shit because she was like, take a bath. It'll help. Because I had a fever by the time she got there. I My fever was running to almost 103, okay? A little fucked up. A little fucking deadly. Because the infection in my stomach from the popped abscess that went down my throat was infecting my bloodstream. It's called seps. It's called sepsis. It's a moment. Um, so I was taking a lot of shit. Um, I also remember the <laughs> there was a song stuck in my head that whole fucking day um it was uh disney frozen but it was french because i like to listen to disney songs when i'm learning languages um so it was the french version of let it go which is called libre de livre and i just remember singing it in my head the whole fucking day wanting to kill myself i kept telling my grandma like i was shivering i had okay it's like okay wait let's let's back up so around noon i started developing a fever and she was like I was, like, really fucking weak. I couldn't walk. I wanted to die. So she had to, like, spoon-feed me soup on the couch. And then she went and got me a cold rag because I was having a fever. She, like, couldn't find the uh, thermometer, but she finally did. And uh, I was a one like, almost a 103. Like, it was really fucking bad. Um, the rag was, like, warming up within minutes after being submerged in cold water. Like, it was really bad. Like, I was, like, really bad. I kept, I was able to articulate my words correctly. I was, like, I just kept saying, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I will die. Like, I was just saying, like, that stuff, and I was, like, singing frozen French in my head. Like, it was really bad. It was a bad moment for me. Um, so with that, saying with that, uh, I was just kind of out of it. Like, I remember a lot of the day... Um, 
she wanted me to take a bath because she thought it would cool me off but i remember like one time my sister was sick and had a fever and took a bath and then it made the fever worse and like my sister used fucking hot water and she was telling me to take a cold bath so of course i probably wouldn't have gotten fucking worse but like i just didn't want to i didn't have enough energy like i just didn't want to take a bath i was I, no that's not an option right now you know what i mean like i just i'm not so instead of that she gives me like painkillers she gives me more tramadol which is the last time i took tramadol was when my grandma gave it to me and i just remember dozing off Fe my, my muscles feeling slightly less achy but like me feeling no no way more conscious no way more ready um it was just shit like it was funny because the doctor said it wasn't addictive and i don't like i'm trying to wonder like why do you say that like does he think i was gonna sell them like what's up like am i gonna like overdose like no it was weird he was like he like told me and my mom they're not addictive but then i told my mom that she's like no bitch like these are addictive like tramadol you will get addicted on i was like oh so um she gave me some of that and i was calm and before that um, this is such a funny part. I went upstairs. I wanted to take a nap. I wanted to try and take a nap. Okay, so I go upstairs. It takes me forever to get up the stairs. I was so sick. I get in bed, and I'm like, okay, this is fucking crazy. Like, the amoxicillin my doctor gave me is not helping at all. I need to call him and get a Z-Pack. I thought I needed to get a Z-Pack, which is like a crazy antibiotic. Um, so I call him, and I guess I was hallucinating or something, because I, because what I remember from the conversation is that I was, like, saying I felt like shit, and he was like, that's what the medicine does to you, like, you'll be fine, and then, like, he was like, okay, bye, and, like, we hung up, but he called my mom really worried, or my mom called him, okay, my mom, because, like, later that day, my mom called him, um, because she knew I needed new antibiotics, because I, I was not getting better, and he was like, your son called, he was hallucinating, like, I was, I thought he was dying, like, he just hung up randomly, so I obviously have no decent recollection of what happened in that phone call, um, but I came back downstairs, because I couldn't fucking sleep, and then my grandma, um, you know, she then she took my temperature. That's what happened. And then after she took the temperature, she called my mom and was like, he's at 103. And my mom was like, time to get the fuck home. So she called the dentist. He was worried about me. He prescribed me clindicim, C-L-I-N-D-A-Y-C-I-M, I think. It's something that I was kind of cautious of using because I used clindicim um with amoxicillin before when i uh two years ago actually when i had the root canal at the very first point and then after that i got strep and since both of those meds were rendered useless against strep i had to use a z-pack so i wasn't really sure if it would help it did it cured it all um but i went septic i literally went septic the bacteria was in my bloodstream um i didn't go to school that whole week i went to school for one period that week it was for math because i'm really fucking bad at math um so you can't so um algebra 2 teacher if you're out there you can't um you can't say i don't care like i i went to your class having like sepsis like it was a moment um and i don't think shouldn't sepsis be hospitalized i think i had septic shock which is different from like full-blown sepsis um because i think i was in a mostly a shock state like at least from what my symptoms are describing which i was googling everything that day i was like oh i'm dying that's hot um <laughs> which was a moment but basically that's what i came to the conclusion of is that i had septic shock um and i remember i had to work the next day after i was sick it was a thursday i had to work and bus tables but the girl who like hosts didn't come so I had to end up hosting, which was, like, kind of better because I wasn't moving around a lot. But it also was kind of shittier because I fucking hate math. And, like, me on, like, me on, like, 
multiple pills with math, like me on amoxicillin, clindiosam, a little bit of Prozac, Advil, Tylenol, Tramadol, um, and like most of those you take like two pills for. So I was on a lot of fucking meds. Like that's not good. Like I'm not gonna do your money right. I'm sorry. Like it's not good. Um, and my family was gonna come to dinner that night to see me because I was sick, you know, and I couldn't see them because I wasn't out there busting and assisting the waitresses that I was there hosting. So it was kind of a weird moment for me, um, but uh, I made it through. I remember that day. It was so bad. I took my pills and I forgot to eat something and I almost threw up. So I went in the back and started eating bread because I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like, it was scary. So, um, yeah, that was weird. Also, when you get out of sepsis, you can't walk correctly. You feel like you're like tipsy. It's really like, I don't know. It, it, it felt weird. Like you were like. I don't know. It was like, it was really, you're in an altered state. You feel like you're, um, heavier. No, you feel like you're lighter. It feels like, like when I, I had like a cast boot cause I broke one of my toes off my foot that I sew it back on. And then after wearing that giant cement boot for a month, I would like get out of it and everything felt so weird on one side. It feels like that. Like you just like, you really, it's hard to walk. It's hard to focus cause the bacteria is still being defeated and the antibiotics and all the fucking opioids and like fucking like ibuprofen i was like pumping into my veins was not a good choice on top of antidepressants i don't know how this turned into a story time but like it's over how the podcast now i'm so sorry but um basically uh i got better i guess to end it uh still have a hole in my tooth still fucking hurts when i eat chips or something it like stabbed my gum so it kind of sucks but i'll get it fixed this summer um and that was a story of the time i got septic shock um yeah, it's weird because, like, for the tramadol and stuff, I haven't taken any of it ever since. Like, I still have, like, a almost full bottle of opioids um, in my medicine cabinet, which is interesting. We stockpiled medication, which is weird. Like, we should honestly not because they expires. But anyways, back to mental health, which is, the like, the main thing I wanted to do. Oh, my God. A notifi- notification just came up. Lady Gaga and Bradley C- Cooper just performed Shallow Live at the Oscars. Um... And we may never recover. That's everything. Sorry. Hi. It's Sunday night right now. Um, let's go back to mental health now. So that whole tangent was because I wasn't taking pills after the first time I took pills. I started taking pills after I was not sick because we thought taking too many things, especially a mind-altering uh, medication, would probably be really bad if you had septus, you know what I mean? Like where like your internal organs are getting like beat up by bacteria. So I started taking my medication, and it definitely helps me not give a fuck about a lot of things, but I also... Okay, the fir- okay let's talk about the side effects. They only mainly take place um, the first week. I would... Because I start taking them at night, so I don't know if I get tired still, because I just go to bed after I take them. Um, but... I remember the first week you can only take one instead of two for some reason. Like, I guess to ease yourself into it. I had three panic attacks in one morning at 5 a.m. to, like, 8. I had three separate panic attacks. It was crazy. But now we're going to take a break. And we're going to actually have a message from a sponsor. So I'll see you all in a minute. Oh, my God. I'm so mad. I just recorded so much shit. And it got deleted. So we're back. Hi. I hope you enjoyed the break, if it even happened. I don't know how sponsors work. But basically, my... First really bad panic attack. This is getting hard to talk about because I just talked about it. I'm tired. 
my first panic attack, um, my, like, not my first, my last one, my first one that I had, I guess is a cool story, not really cool, but, like, the first one I remember, it's, like, I woke up, and I thought, like, sometimes you have a panic attack, you, like, have, like, you, like, your stomach hurts, and you're, like, oh, do I have to poop, so, like, I went to the bathroom, and then I realized, like, oh, no, you're dying, like, I've never had a panic attack, so I started screaming, like, I was getting murdered by a fucking axe man, and my parents came down, they were, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, and I was, like, I don't know, and they were, like, you're having a panic attack, calm the fuck down, like, it was weird. Um, the last time I had one, I had, like, a three panic attack. I had, like, one at 5.30, one at, like, 6. Um, no, 5.30 lasted 45 minutes, so then I had one at, like, 6.30 and one at, like, 7. Um, I watched SNL to get over one of them, the second one. But, like, I don't know, I had panic attacks a lot. The last time I had something like that, I had two at one time, which was after septic shock when I had to go take the SAT, which I scored, like, an 800 on because I was still sick. I'm trying to cover everything really fast because I don't really want to talk about it all because I just talked about it all and it kind of fucking sucks that it got all deleted. Um, that's life, right? But anyways, uh, so yeah, like, I've had multiple, but then I haven't had them since. I get weird panic attacks where I don't feel any chest pain, my heart just races, and I feel dizzy and, like, sweaty. But, like, that's fine. Like, it's literally fucking nothing. Like, compared to, like, what I endured for so long, like, those little ones are literally, like, the, like, ugh, I don't even have to, like, worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so nice to have that, which they don't even occur often, Last one probably occurred, like, I don't know, like, fucking, just, like, December. I, like, literally don't remember. It's so nice. Um, but anyways, uh, the last thing I did, which I'll re- record, I guess, hi, um, was... I gave advice on how to find a therapist. So my therapist I'm with now was not my first my first one. Um, I had a therapist before her, but the reason why I kind of left was because I felt like her her availability was low, which we'll talk about that in a minute because I didn't talk about that last time. But um, I felt like it was a one-sided conversation to where I was talking a lot and she wasn't. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like I wanted more... Um, output to what I was inputting and this is what my therapist does perfectly she like matches my humor I can like make like jokes like I want to kill myself I need a cigarette like she like knows her jokes you know what I mean like it's really nice to have someone like that where you can like really be honest because she's like an like you know like she's an adult she's not gonna go to the high school and talk shit about you you know what I mean like you're safe like talking to her so that's basically it like find one that like can match your personality and also find one that's like if this person's not given out or if this person's given out too much maybe it's time to switch it around you know what I mean um, but anyways, yeah, and then I also forgot to mention, uh, the reason why I didn't know if that I had depression or anxiety until, like, three weeks ago is because I never really told me what I had, or maybe I forgot it because I was, you know, fucking sick that whole fucking day, that whole week, honestly, um, but, like, I asked her one day, I was like, by the way, like, what was I diagnosed with, like, and she was, like, so casually, like, you shouldn't be casual with it, she was like, depression and anxiety, I was like, okay, girl, like, okay, like, that's cute, love that, um, so, like, that's how I know what I have and everything, which is crazy, but, like, you know, uh, that's about it. That's all I have for you guys. Actually, I'm matching the time in which I recorded last time. So thank you guys very much for watching. I don't know. I think I might do a podcast on a Friday and then do one on, on Wednesday. Just because I this is Sunday. So I feel like if I kind of balance it out that way, it'll get back in place. I don't know when I want to do the podcast. Because I wasn't feeling it Wednesday. I recorded multiple stars to multiple topics. I fucking hated them all. This is weird that I'm even liking this one. I'm also talking really fast. But like it's fine, I guess, if I'm in your ears. I don't know. So thank you guys very much for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. I love you all, and to all, a good night.